going on, beautiful people? Just getting up, getting ready for the day, getting ready to go to work, you know. The usual, you hear my bed creaking. Was just, I was trying to get out to you guys how I felt about all this, this, this trial. And I said something earlier, but I've been wanting to do like updates on it. And I'm just not good at that. I'm not, that's not my forte. Um, to give commentary on current events. Anyway, I try to. Oh, it's just not my thing. So whoever is, you know, wants to know what I'm thinking, I'm going to try to give you guys a little quick synopsis into my brain a little bit here. So, um, I think that this trial is a farce. I think that it is a joke. I think it's a slap in the face to every black American. Um, I think that they are thumbing their nose up at us. Um, I think that, um, oh wow, major claims filed against Rochester PD. I don't know. So they're starting it up again with the police departments. Um, it's just unfortunate. But people need to understand and realize that the police department was built to um, keep slaves in check and keep the white man safe. Now, people think that because there are black people that are judges, there are black people that are lawyers, there are black people who are police officers that the system has changed. The system has not changed, it's just that we're in it. And it's the people that are in the system that make the system work a particular way. Now, it depends on, and I've talked about this in another one of my podcast episodes, it depends on whether or not you, the majority of the people that are in the system are dirty motherfuckers or if they are people who want justice to be served. That is what each case depends on. Every single case, that's what each case depends on. It has nothing to do with people doing their job has nothing to do with this person doing the right thing has nothing to do with that what it has to do with is the majority and what the majority wants so in this case in this trial the majority I believe I can't really tell just yet. I'm getting some vibes and I'm getting some feelings. And the prosecution is extremely strong. I mean, they have got their foundation. They're solid. They There's no doubt that this man murdered George Floyd. There's no doubt. But the defense. The defense is 
suffering, like something I have never seen. Like he is a fish out of water. He can't find his footing. He can't find a solid thing to grab onto. Because, face it, lies run sprints, the truth runs marathons. You can't make a lie stick unless the majority want the lie to stick. That's what it depends on. That's how Michael won his case. The majority of people that were in the system wanted justice to be served. Tom Snedden didn't have enough dirty motherfuckers on his side. Let's not even talk about God and the power of prayer and fasting and all this. Yeah. So let's not talk about that. Let's just talk about how people can influence an outcome. Because I'm pretty sure there were a lot of mothers who prayed and fasted and cried over their child and their child still ended up going to prison. Knowing full well they shouldn't have went to prison as many years as they've done, they had. We're not going to ignore the fact that there are tons of black men in jail right now over a, a joint, over a, some weed in their fucking car. We're not going to ignore that. We're not going to ignore the fact that weed is legal in so many fucking states in this country. The feds still have their say-so and whether or not they want to agree with what state regulations are, but it's a lot of dirty motherfuckers in the system. And what they say, if it's a majority of them, what they say goes. You don't get into this rottenness system because you're black and say, well, I'm a lawyer and shit's going to work right. Or I'm a judge and shit's going to pop off the way I feel like it should pop off. Don't work like that. The majority. The majority rules. Your hands lie in the fate of the majority. That's why today we have judge, jury, and executioner in the media and loud mouths like Oprah Winfrey and all these women out here that can tell people, this man raped me, and it's believed. The majority rules. And if you still believe that you can look at this system and say, well, let the prosecution work. Let the defense work. Let's look at this particular case, shall we? Derek Chauvin was let out on $1 million bail. And he was allowed 
to go home until this trial started. One million dollar bail. And then he shows up to court, not in an orange jumpsuit, not in shackles, not in handcuffs, but in a fucking suit. Like he was going to church for Easter Sunday. There are so many nonverbals in this fucking case. It is not even... You, you, you can't make this shit up. You couldn't dream this shit up. Because we feel like we're in 2021 and nothing like this can happen because I am not my ancestors and you aren't either. But it sure looks like somebody is trying to emulate their ancestors. It sure looks like somebody is trying to be who they are not. Time and time again, every situation that occurs, every death, every murder, when it comes to a black man, we know more about that black man in the case than we do about the white man. We don't know shit about Derek Chauvin. Ain't nobody said nothing about his mama. Ain't nobody said nothing about his sister, his daddy, if he got a brother, if he got cousins, uncles, aunts. Ain't nobody talking about him. Does he like to eat donuts? Was did he used to beat on his girls? Does is he married? Does he have kids? We don't know shit. I would have to look and dig for that information is what I'm trying to say. It's out there, but I would have to look and dig for it. It's not freely given by the press. But you know everything about George Floyd. His former girlfriend got up on the stand. Former. What the fuck? What the fuck is she doing up there? I don't know who called her to be up there with prosecution or defense, but she sure didn't help the prosecution. Didn't make any sense for her to be there at all. She's on the stand testifying about a dead black man. A dead black man. I can see if they pulled her out their ass if he was living to talk about his character, but he's fucking dead. Why are you talking about his character? He's fucking dead. This conversation should be about should George Floyd have died the way that he died? And his character has nothing to do with it. His drug use has nothing to do with it. It's about should Derek Chauvin had used the force that he used on George Floyd. It's got nothing to do with what triggered Derek Chauvin to do it. But as a professional, as a professional that's taught to critical think, and use certain things in order to apprehend a suspect. Did he use those things properly? But yet we got people on the stand talking about, yeah, I think he was high. The fuck? That makes no sense. It's absolutely ridiculous. You're pulling a dead black man's character into question. Makes no sense. 
at all. So, I hope the prosecution can pull through on this nonsense because it's just, evil will wear you out and they'll eventually get there, get what they want. Because you'll just look at them and be like, I give up. But hopefully the prosecution will stick it out and have pull a rabbit out their hat and pull something out their hat that the defense could never imagine. And I'm not going to give, I've been looking at this case. I'm not going to give any other kind of what I think the prosecution should do because I don't want to put that out to the universe and have the defense get a hold to it. So I'm going to pray and do some fasting that the right thing is done. That the right thing is done and that justice is served. I don't trust the system. But I'm going to put my faith in God. And I'm going to put my faith in knowing that the right people, that enough of the right people care about George Floyd to see this case on through. So that's my take on it. I really don't know much more else to say about this case, you know, than that. I'm going to keep watching it and try to give my two cents in the coming days. But some of these testimonies, I'm going to tell you what, these people, something's going on in their heads. Something's going on in their heads. Some of these people got some self-hate issues. Some of them got an issue of wanting to be out in the public and in, you know, to be seen by the world. Some of these people got some really serious, deep-rooted issues. I'm not going to pinpoint and say who I think it is, but I think it's absolutely disgusting that you can get up there on the stand and you can say nice things and then turn around and say, yeah, he was high. It's fucked up. It's real fucked up. And as things unfold and as the case goes on, maybe I'll talk in detail about the witnesses, about the people that were up on the stand. Maybe I can talk in detail. But this is one for the history books. 2021. A man goes up for trial because he murdered a black man. White man goes up for trial because he murdered a black man. Doesn't look like he's suffering too much at all. Very comfortable. Very comfortable. I don't even see how he even gets the option to be in a fucking suit or be out on bail. I don't even. But that's when the system has a lot of dirty motherfuckers. It just tells you that the state of Minnesota has a lot of dirty motherfuckers. That's what it is. Guys, take care. Thank you for listening. Rest in peace, Mr. Floyd. You know what that means. Episode is over. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. 
keep Michael in your heart. Be well, stay safe, mask up.